All right, so this episode we're going to talk about why nice guys finish last and you should really consider about being a little bit of a cunt. So without further ado, we'll kick into this. <laughs> Welcome to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom podcast. It's run by the co-founders of a free online learning platform called moneyskills.co.nz and it has the sole mission of providing every New Zealander the opportunity to live a more fulfilling life. So let's kick into it. People buy on emotion but they stay on logic and this is a really important consideration when you had these billboards these advertisements these brand ideas you know nike why do we buy nike why does it matter the brand of clothes that we wear why does it why do i just feel a sudden powerful urge to buy mcdonald's at lunchtime or at dinner on the way home what 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 are driving these decisions and also how if i start my own business if i'm trying to connect with people if i'm trying to get a concept to land if i'm trying to connect and fall in love how can i utilize these to connect more effectively with people so in this episode we're going to talk about the concept of emotional resonance and you might think you know like the average salesman when they come across a person they assume it's features it's price you know Ryan, I was fucking, I was trying to sell to this guy and, you know, I just feel like the product we sell is too expensive, like the competitors are just better, like, you know, I feel like we just need a better, better feature, you know, that's what we're doing wrong, yeah, okay, all right, I'll, I'll change the features for you, features change, let's decrease the price, oh, it's just, they're not buying it, like, you know, like, they're saying logically they make sense, but they just want to think about it, they just want to take their time, they, you know, they're not making any urgency, they're not doing it right now, and... I don't know what it is, Ryan. I, I just think, I think it's the wrong industry. I think it's the leads. You know, I think, you know, all the leads that are coming in right now, like it, it used to be so easy. I used to sell it. You know, like I could sell anything. I could sell ice to Eskimo. It just works so fucking well. But these leads you've been giving me, they're just, they're just not working. That's what it is. It's the leads. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been to management, but that those is a fucking bullshit excuse they over and over and over again. And, um, I've sold all different things and I've used those same excuses. But usually what happens is irrespective, if you have a new person, irrespective of whether they know everything, whether they know how to handle objection, whether they know the rapport, the closes, that sort of thing, like they're still able to sell. They're still actually able to high roll the company purely because of one thing and that's state transfer. It's passion. People feel what you feel. So you're not just selling features. You're actually selling emotions. And if you think about it, should a problem be a happy emotion? Should a solution be a sad emotion? And I'm not saying go around fucking making people cry. And like I, I like when I first started in selling, you know, I, I was nervous. So I'd use these, these things and I'd memorize the pitch and I'd just try and make it emotional. You know, I'd imagine my dead dog, I swear to God, like, it's really sad, and I shouldn't laugh, but, you know, I had a dog of nine years. I left to Australia, and I left him alone um, with my mum, and she passed it on to friends just, you know, for a period of time. And while I was away, he died. You know, one week I left. I left him for one week, and he died out in the cold, and I felt like I let him down, and it was really sad. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a best mate uh, like that, like an animal, like unconditional love. And you, you try and do something for yourself and it just, you know, 
you know, he passes away and you feel like it's all your fault. So I actually felt genuine emotions there, but I was I was emphasizing certain tonalities, certain pauses, um, and and really really helping that that story land. And and that's what I used to do, which is manipulative, you know, and not good. So don't do that, you know. Like I'd memorize a pitch at a certain point, I'd feel an emotion, I'd try and engineer the emotion in my head so that it would be genuine. And then when I provide the solution, I think happy, excited. I have the tonality and the excitement and the like, hey, you need to buy this because it's going to save these children because it's like a charity when I first started out. Um, and you know, it works, but it's not as effective as genuine emotion, genuine empathy and genuine authenticity. But you just need to be mindful that you're not actually selling to them on the features. It's not a lack of having the right leads. It's not a lack of price. It's not the wrong price. I mean, it can be and you can adjust, but from a sales team, you leave that to the business. The business wants to be successful. You can give feedback. But if you're coming with the frame of mind that the product you're selling is lacking in some way because of the features, that's fucking bullshit. You, you have everything in your power. I sold a piece of paper for $10. Blank piece of paper. Not that I'm fucking good. And, you know, probably people, people stop listening because the egotistical and manipulative parts that have just come through now would make you want to, you know, click away. But they said, hey, you got to sell this blank piece of paper in 15 minutes. So I went out, built rapport, told an emotional story, added some value, wrote some shit on it. And then they gave me everything that was in their pocket, which happened to be $10. And it was a blank piece of paper. Because what you actually sold was an idea. It was an emotion and it was a journey. Same thing with relationships. There's a lot of similarities between, you know, connecting with someone in the bar and selling a product. Don't believe me? Let me break it down. So... You go talk to someone, you start off with the rapport, you're listening, you're vibing. And then there's an emotional spike. You know, the girls listening to this or the men, you know, you're just getting one emotion. Just nice guy. You're so beautiful. You just, you look amazing. Just nice guy, nice guy, nice guy, nice guy, nice guy. I got to go. Do you want to be friends? Fuck off. <laughs> but not to say, you know, nice guys don't always finish last. And nice guys, they actually masqueraded nice guys and they're actually being disingenuous about their true emotions and maybe the weak men are actually more dangerous than the monsters because the monster if it can be integrated and disciplined can actually be more powerful and and more trustworthy it's the weak men the people weak emotionally where they're not showing their true selves are the ones that are actually more dangerous in my humble opinion so in an interaction it's actually about polarity and it's actually about emotional relevance so you're talking and if you're only giving one dimensional um, emotions where it's just good vibes all the time, it's not exciting. You know, like the distinguish between fear and excitement is the same features. It's just the framing. So if you're challenging them, if you're um, authentically expressing yourself, which is sometimes uncomfortable and sometimes it's not calibrated. But what you're actually doing is you're being emotionally relevant. So you take them on a journey. You know, you're talking to them, you're vibing, there's that tension, you feel a thickness in the air, and then, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not committing. You're like, you're, you're just riding the tension, and you're building this connection, and this humanity, and this love, and this lust, and all these good things. And then suddenly, it, you take it away, you know, like, you're like, oh, yeah. But anyways, you know, I might have to go back for my friends, and you're looking away, and there's that feeling of loss. You know, there's that feeling of, shit, I might miss out on this. And in selling, it's called the fear of loss. Or the takeaway where you get someone really emotionally invested in the idea of something and then you take it away. I'm not saying you should go to a bar and be a manipulative or fuck. 
um, do not recommend that. Uh, being there, done it, does work sometimes, but it's actually better for both of you to connect in a vulnerable, authentic way. But if just being mindful that being nice is a one-dimensional emotion and that you're actually being cruel in a sense because if you're not telling people how you truly feel, if you're not communicating boundaries, if you're not standing up for yourself, you're teaching this person to walk over other people where they're not really being nice, they're actually disconnecting from their friends and they don't know why, so you're actually being kind by giving them more than just one emotion. So in a selling standpoint, if you have an idea or a speech, is you take them on an emotional journey. It's called the impulse curve. Um, what happens is you start off with rapport, they don't see any perceived value in the product or service you're providing, and then you collect information about their story and you dig more into the problem and you try to invoke genuine emotions about the problem. And then when you describe the solution, which you know you can authentically do because now you care about this person, you have a genuine interest, and you're actually worried about their problems. Like, fuck, you know, this product I'm selling, like, I, you know, it seems like you're going through a lot. Like, it, it seems, you know, it's tough. And, and, you know, you might not feel like there's a way out. And, and you know, I just I just know deep down that there's there's a product out there that we've got that you know it's going to solve those problems, and you know it's really going to mean a lot to you. Um, so I don't know why I was doing the manipulative example, but it's quite hard to evoke that without someone here to be interested in. But you're you're taking an interest in the problem, which is emphasizing the emotion, and you're creating an environment where it's safe to express that emotion, where you have a genuine interest. You're not judging. You're trying to understand. And then that starts to add urgency and that starts to add value. And then when you provide a solution for a genuine emotion where they feel listened to and understood, then the value goes up. And you can ask the question. Here's a, a good example is irrespective of whatever product you sell, dependent on how you actually explain it to them will decide on how much they believe the value of the product is. And if you do a good job, they assume that it's worth more than it actually is. And that's dependent on the emotional resonance and taking them on a journey. So, you know, rapport, trust, safety to express the emotion, encourage the expressing of the emotion, and then provide a solution that's genuine for their specific problem. And then from there, you take them on their journey with the impulse curve. And then at the top is when you close. You don't have to oversell it. You don't have to talk for 16 minutes when this could have just been a six-minute video. You don't have to do that because you're overselling it and the impulse curve starts to dissipate. You know, you might have been on a date, you know, you're talking to a girl, you're talking to a guy and it's going really well and you're flirting and it's fun and you're excited and you're like, oh, okay, is the kiss going to happen? The tension, the thickness, oh, I can't wait. Like, I, I can just imagine you're fantasizing and exciting and then they just keep going blah, 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 about themselves, about the features, about their product, which is them. This is why I'm good. This is blah, blah, blah. And they just keep talking about themselves. They don't listen to you and they just keep saying, oh, all these great things. And you're like slowly losing interest. You're like, fuck. I wanted to be sold to. I wanted this person to connect with me. I was really excited to fall in love, but they just keep talking. They keep talking their way out of the sale. And I'm not saying, you know, a relationship or a connection is a sale, but I'm just trying to show you, you know, to explore the idea that selling and connection are similar things 
where you know the problem that you're solving is that you're giving them unconditional love and a companion for life and a framework of communication to navigate the uncertainty and the hardship and someone you can rely on someone you can trust you're providing you're understanding their problem you're providing a genuine solution and then you're closing you know you can't hold your hands forever (laughs) so that that's the that's the idea of emotional resonance so you don't have to engineer fake emotions. You don't have to have a memorized pitch. The only reason you would have a memorized pitch is if you're afraid that you'll get in a fight or flight and or you want to provide a certain level of scale. So like if you're trying to build your business, if you have repeatable processes that can be trained and taught, then you can reach a certain level of scale. What's going to happen though is you're going to have a lower closing rate and you're going to burn out of a lot of clients, potential clients, um, and then you might not necessarily have genuine referrals. So arguably, if you can have the framework that they start from, but actually teach your sales force to be more intuitive and to use the concepts to have genuine interest, to understand their problems, explore deeper, to care, to be compassionate, and then to fire, provide genuine solutions, irrespective of if it's your company or someone else's, and then being mindful to close at the right time then you will be a lot more effective sales team, a lot more efficient business, and it will be a beast that feeds itself purely from the, 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 the your colleagues and your staff willingness to do everything they can to help that person achieve the outcomes that they want. And who would not want to tell others about it if they feel safe, they feel understood, and they feel like it genuinely solved their problem. So if you're listening to this, I could end on a profound level, but I just need a review, guys. Come on. Come on. You know, it's Saturday. It's fucking, what is it, 5.15 p.m. I just recorded six back-to-back episodes because you could learn. This has got nothing to do with finance. It's just a skill set. All I'm asking, you know, all I am asking, just give a review. Even if it's fucking one star, social proof. But just if you give me a one star, just tell me how I can make it better. So, so um, I appreciate you listening to this and Just be mindful there's a clear distinction between being nice and being kind. And if you just give one-dimensional emotions, you're you're deafening and softening the experience of connection. There's some beauty in the roller coaster. There's some excitement in the uncertainty. And there's some power in the connection. Thank you.